Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, hello, Taylor. Was, is this it? Have we started? This is it. Oh, great. Yeah, what's up, Mel? <laughs> uh, I have a question for you. Yeah. What do you get if you cross a cow with a spaniel, a poodle, and a rooster? Yeah, I definitely know this one. Yeah, what? A cockapoodle moo! <sighs> cockapoodle. Yep, moo. Right, I got it. Our jokes are becoming old and jaded. <laughs> or we're becoming oh, old, and jaded. old and jaded. <laughs> pork, pork, hello, you guys. Pork, pork, hello. Sorry, I'm eating a Mars bar. Welcome back. No one undressed my Mars bar? Yeah, you just did. Do you want to. I will. I'm I'm your host Mel. That's Taylor over there, and the Mars bar's here too. <laughs> Is that properly addressed for you? No. <laughs> oh, welcome what's up, you guys. Back. Welcome back. Hey, what's up, you guys? Hey, what's up, you guys? Ding, ding, ding. Ring a ding, ding. Welcome back. Okay, our story. Oh, oh, oh! Spooky series part two. Spooky. Oh, I should have gotten a spooky sound effect, Ooh. but you know what we have instead. Well, you already did it. We'll do it louder. You didn't raise you the volume again. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> that right, was go. worth it. Hey, team. Just go. Chinky comes home one last time. Sorry, what? Chinky. What is that name? Chinky. Okay. C-H-I-N-K-Y. Oh, good. Yes, I thought like this was you've got a chink getting in not your family armor, friendly. So it's a bit chinky. Uh-huh. Cute. Okay. Well, how would that be not family friendly? <laughs> Nanu Sharma is a schoolgirl who lives in a neighborhood that is not exactly dog friendly. And one day a feral dog gave birth outside her house. Whoa! That's a story already. <laughs> Two puppies were born and Nanu's neighbors were not happy with the situation. Some even kicked the puppies. Oh, what Are the these heck? true stories? Are these true stories? I mean, I think they're kind of meant to be to make oh. him spoopy. Spoopy as heck. Oh, there's a cat oh. in a paper bag Mixes over there. Mixes on sound effects. <laughs> uh, kicking. Kicking the puppies. <laughs> Nanu wasn't prepared to allow that to happen, so she and her parents took the puppies inside the home. One, named Chinky, I like to think that it came out Chinky. It was just like, hey, I'm Chinky, by the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> was very destructive and caused quite a bit of damage, but that didn't make her any less loved. Except by the neighbours. Yes. Stuff those neighbours. Yep. Upon returning home from school one day, Nanu's mother informed her that a neighbor had kicked Chinky and the puppy had been badly hurt. Holy Who heck. Kicks puppies? I don't know. You've got to be real kind of evil. Don't kick puppies. It's like, just that's wrong. how you set up a villain, is the kicking of puppies. Oy vey. Nanu and her brother rushed the dog to the veterinarian who told them that Chinky had a badly broken leg. Oh, Oy. baby. If there was to be any hope of survival, an operation would have to be done immediately. Even so, the chance of Chinky surviving was only about 50%. Go home, the vet said, and I'll call you in the morning once we know how the surgery has gone. As Nanu and her brother left the animal hospital, Chinky was crying and howling and looking at them as if to say, please don't leave me. Oh! (laughs) No one in the household slept well that night. 
Early in the morning, Nanu's mother awakened her, saying, Chinky is outside and barking. What? Even knowing that this was impossible since Chinky was at the animal hospital, Nanu rushed for the door and she also heard barking. But when she opened the door, all she saw was an empty yard. Ah. Fifteen minutes later... Oh, Oh, no. Yeah, no. Not okay. This is not okay. The veterinarian called and reported that ten minutes earlier... No! Chinky had stopped breathing and died. Ow! No! Nanu believes that Chinky came home one last time to say goodbye... Was it another dog just barking and passing? Probably. But I'm actually going to cry, that's, that's what the, the story says, probably. <laughs> that wasn't even me being <laughs> like rude. sour. But maybe it really was Chinky, making her way from one plane of existence to another to let her family know that she loved them and would miss them as was the case with Sylvia and her dog from last week. This experience brought comfort to people who lost their dog. And that's all that really matters, okay? So get off my back. That was sad. <laughs> um, yeah. Can I add on a quick side story? No. I'm going to do it anyway. We're going to do breeds. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, so I, my parents had a neighbor when I was still living with my parents. Um, you don't had, anymore because you're cool, right? Yeah, because yeah. I'm so cool. <laughs> the rowback. Uh, <laughs> uh, we had a neighbor who, uh, who passed away. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, she was lovely. Uh before she did she was hospitalized right um and her son was staying at the house and she had two dogs so at 11 30 one day like 11 30 in the morning we just hear the dogs barking and going crazy mm-hmm. um and we're like that's super weird because they're they're good they're good dogs and like what would they have been barking at usually if they're barking at something and it's something legit poppy would also be barking mm-hmm um, but it was just them and it went on for like a solid five, ten minutes and then they just like stopped and it was dead quiet again. Anyway. Um, it was wonderful. Yeah. When we – yeah, good. Um, when we – when the son uh, was – he had like little letters of like the person's passed away. Um, I was going to say her name but that's not appropriate. Um, she's passed away uh, as of 11.30 on Wednesday morning and we were like – that's when the dogs were barking. Weird. The dogs were at home. She was in the hospital. Uh, Weird. Uh, right? They knew. They knew. That's my theory. And my spooky side story. Okay. So. Sorry, I'm really focused on this Mars bar. <laughs> it looks good. It looks it's like a good Mars bar. Um, Breed question mark? Speaking of good, you know who's a good boy this week? Is it me? It's the Dandy Dinmont Terrier. <laughs> is Dandy in the name or did you add that for effect? No, that's in the name. I wish I'd added that for effect. I'm going to use the word Dandy more often. D-A-N-D-I-E, Dandy. Oh. Dinmont. Where's D-I-N-M-O-N-T. I presume that's a place, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, I know it's not like a, it's not an animal that it's hunting. Well, true. It's not like a duck terrier. <laughs> <laughs> Got to hunt them Dinmonts. Uh, Maybe it is, and then in which case I'd love to find out about it. That would be good to know. Um, so Fine, the Danny, I'll wait. The Danny Dimont Terrier, are you okay? Yeah, I'm waiting. I. It's coming, okay? Imagine. No. Okay, sausage sure. do- Okay. Do you want to fight me? Should we take this outside? <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, I'm getting antsy. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Hackling. Hackling? Hackling. <laughs> I'm not heckling you. <laughs> when you heckle something that's dog related and your heckles go up. 
Um, so imagine a sausage dog body. Sure. But like, we prefer Dax sound on this podcast, please. It's Daxoned? Yeah, I know, I misspoke. But I don't say I'm it not because I still say Dash Hound. <laughs> dash Hound. Um, Daxon body. Yep. With like Maltese hair. Yeah. Like white fluffy yep. hair. Um, and then like a bearded face with like a kind of like an afro and um, long fluffy floppy ears. And you have the Dandy Dinmont Terrier. <laughs> what a description. <laughs> Look it up. It's ridiculous. Um, do what I want, please. So, me. all right, fine. Um, so much heckling. Uh, so there are records of the Dandy Dinmont Terrier being bred. Oh my in- God, your description was so good. Thank you. Right? Um, being bred in the early 1700s, but stories about how the breed was developed are conflicting, as always with these older breeds. Uh, some think they, ooh, 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 words. Some think they were a cross between otterhounds and local terriers in the border country between Scotland and England, whereas others think the breed evolved from the rough-haired terriers common on farms. Yet mm. again, others believe the breed was developed by crossing terriers with dachshunds, although it's unclear how the dachshunds being developed in Germany would have been in the same proximity as the terriers. But for real, that's what their bodies look like. That's cute. Whichever theory one wants to believe, the fact is that dandies are one of the oldest distinct breeds of terriers. Um, and they haven't actually changed much since the early 1700s. You can get some really old portraits of um, Henry the Third, Duke of... Oh, Buckleck. Buckleck? I beg your pardon. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is Gainsborough 19, uh, 19, 1770 portrait. Um, anyway, that dog's in the painting is what I mean. The oh, dog, I was like, I have no idea. The dog's in an old about. painting of a dude. Cool. Rock and roll. They, I was going to talk to you about the name, but I'm more just excited to talk to you about the dog. They're, um, they were originally based on those series, Bread to Hunt, Otter and Badger. Um, but they're nicknamed the Gentleman of the Terrier family. Oh, okay. The Gentleman. Uh, he is calm and reserved, yet retains his terrier tenacity and love of the hunt. His small size and moderate exercise needs make him well-suited to both city and country homes. Super cute. He is really cute. So they're pretty adaptable. They're very friendly, great with kids uh, and families. Um, they do have quite a high potential for weight gain, but that's kind of what you get with like long, low-bearing belly dogs. <laughs> low-bearing belly dogs. Low-bearing belly dogs. Um, they're pretty trainable. They're not. They're not your border collie or your or your spits, uh, but pretty trainable. Uh, and have pretty moderate exercise needs uh, with a high potential for playfulness. Potential for playfulness, but not necessarily. Well, yeah. Every dog. See how I feel. Every dog is different. Um, they can live 12 to 15 years. They're about 8 to 11 inches tall at the shoulder and can weigh about 18 to 24 pounds. You guys, I didn't I didn't convert it this time, so just work it out. Use the Googles. Use the web. Uh, and good gals. They're, they're pretty independent and can be stubborn when it comes to house training, so crate training is recommended. Um they tend to be reserved with strangers and make good watchdogs. This is also, I feel, the case with Dachshunds. But mm. Maybe I'm trying to draw too many links between them. Um, their bark is surprisingly loud and deep. So the gentleman of the terrier I'm not just surprised. goes... surprised. They're Scottish. He just talks low. Um, 
But being typically reser- a typically reserved breed, they can be trained to be quiet on command. Um, but they are very prone to chasing rabbits and birds and even other dogs and cats because they're, they're terriers. <laughs> so be sure to keep your dandy on a leash when he's not in a secure area. Um, this is a weird Correct. point that dog time makes. Because of their unusual looks and small size, they could be targets for dog thieves. So, like, don't... Yeah, because I feel like you could stash them in a handbag and nobody would know. Yeah, they're real little. They're pretty small. <laughs> um... They are quite a rare breed uh, and not typically aggressive, which is good. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're just super cute. They're like little – they're exactly how I described them before. Thank you, Taylor, for that validation. They uh, were. They were. You did it well. I love that. Uh, love that for you. Um, apparently, they have a great deal of self-confidence, which I love. Really? Yeah. That's so cute. <laughs> little dogs tend to do that, tend to be quite overconfident. Uh yeah, that's my dandy, my dandy breed. Um, I didn't, I didn't get where the name comes from. Um, I'm just gonna do a quick search of Dandy Dinmont and see whether anything other than the dog comes up. And you know, I what? will sing while we wait. Here's a little like break. Um, I think it's just yeah, it's just areas, you know. Oh wait. Oh, cool. This breed is named after a fictional character in Sir Walter Scott's novel, Guy Mannering. Yeah. This character, Danny Dimon, is thought to be partly based on James Davidson, who is credited as the originator of the modern breed. Oh, weird. Freaky. That's cool. That's really cool. So, yeah, you got these funky looking animals. They're really cute. Yeah. Love a funky looking Love terrier. Love it. Love it. It. Sorry, I had to burp. <laughs> I thought it was pausing for effect. I wouldn't turn my head away if yeah, I was Yeah, you moved far away. It was very dramatic. Okay. Okay. We've been doing a lot of... Uh, Hello? Someone just started pawing at my skirt. And by someone, we mean the cat and not producer Zane. Mm, yet to be determined. <laughs> um, okay. We've been doing a lot of uh, tips. Not many yeah. tricks. A lot of serious tips. Yeah, yeah. Quite serious these days. I did a sad one days. last week. Yeah. Did essential oils the week before. Yep. I'm here to give you a trick. Okay, hit me up. It's not for the uh, faint of heart. How do you train your dog to do backflips? Whoa, that's a good question. Here we go. (laughs) Okay, now this article puts the safety note at the end. Weird. Incorrect. I'm just going to say right now. Uh, First of all, I'm reading this off a website. Secondly, we are not the authority on training your dogs. Thirdly, each individual dog is... It's own case. Yes. So please, 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 please ascertain whether this is suitable for your dog before you start attempting it. Great. Otherwise, we're going to have broken dogs. Great advice. Don't want broken dogs. Your dog must be able to execute a flip with a comfortable landing. If your dog doesn't have the agility to land safely, there are plenty of other tricks to teach, such as the weave or spin. Don't try to get Don't your bulldog. Don't persist huh? in teaching this trick if your dog yelps oh. or whines while landing. Oh, that man. is a great indication. If your dog is not enjoying it or they are making a squeak if something happens, don't keep doing it. It's hurting them. Yeah. Similarly, find another trick if you spot signs of discomfort in your dog, if they're flipping or if they have impeded mobility. So if you're doing this and your dog is trying to please you or get those treats, but they seem like they're kind of a bit worse for doing it, probably not worth it. Give it up. Anyway, having said that, let's learn how to flip. Heck yeah. So 
Use a lure to encourage your dog to jump as high as possible. Man, oh man. The doggy backflip is an impressive trick and teaching it requires a good deal of patience from the owner. But first, you should be sure it's the sort of thing that your dog is willing and capable of doing. Owners of breed with long... Owners of breed with long backs. (laughs) Like the dandy din one. Yes, or dachshunds or corgis mm-hmm. should avoid teaching this as the action can aggravate existing back problems. Yeah. Small, agile breeds are best suited to this trick. What's the small, agile breed off the top of your head? Multi Shih Tzu. Zoli is great oh, at stuff like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Zoli, Zoli, Multi Shih Tzu, or I think Maltesers, were trained as circus dogs. And oh, Zola, we did not teach her how to do this. Zola will stand on her hind legs and I beg. have witnessed that. And she can do it for like a good 30 seconds yeah, without coming good. down. Yeah. Like, and we didn't teach her how to do that or show her. She just does it. Um, so huh. I would assume someone like Zola yep. would probably cope with this. Or maybe like a Spitz. I mean, Zola. I've said Spitz every episode since we talked about it. I'm Zola's sorry. Zola's kind of lazy, so she probably wouldn't. But uh, someone like Zola. Do you reckon Chihuahua okay. was good? Maybe, Maybe, but like they've pinches. got little legs, so yeah. I'd be worried about them landing. Whereas Zola's got really muscular legs. Yeah, true. I'm thinking you know about I mean? those like little toys that they used to have. I was like, wow, wow. Walk, 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 walk. Uh, Flip. Yep, didn't need to be reminded of those. Oh, weird. Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Just so frustrating. Okay, jump. The first stage of the trick is the jump. Use a tasty treat as a... Oh, my God. It says a tasty treat. Tasty treat. I say as, that all the time. You do say that all the time. As a lure and hold it out just out of your dog's natural reach. Encourage him or her to jump for the treat. And as you do, give the verbal command such as flip. When he gets his nose to the treat, let it go. Give lots of verbal praise at this stage to reinforce the behavior. Gradually increase the height of the treat so she has to jump higher. This only says he, so I'm changing it. Yeah, do it. The launch pad. By bending your leg at the knee and pointing your toes, you turn your upper leg into a doggy launch pad. Bending your leg at the knee and pointing. So you have bent your leg. I'm bending my leg at my knee and I'm pointing my toes. So that you have like a little ramp made of your leg? I I get. Aha. Is there a photo or? No, there is no photo. (laughs) That's why I'm trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Okay. You turn your leg into a your upper leg into a doggy launch pad. You may need to pat your thigh, pat pat oh, pat, pat, in pat, order pat. to encourage your pooch to jump onto it. But she'll soon realize that she can jump higher using your leg as a launch pad. Once she's figured this out, you can start to move the treat away from her natural trajectory. Oh. And then we trajectory <laughs> arch. Once he's must. Once she's mastered the use of your leg as a launch pad, <laughs> move the treat to a position that forces her to arch backward once she's jumped. At first, you'll need to do this once she's taken off. Otherwise, she'll simply adjust the starting position to grab the treat. Continue rewarding her verbally for jumping, but only release the treat when she gets his... Her. her. Bye. Thank you. That's when the thing is her nose to it. Flip. The final stage of the trick is to get your dog to complete a full mid-air roll. Holy moly. To do this, move the treat further back still. She may abandon the jump a few times. When she does this, don't verbally reward her and don't give her the treat. When she gets close to completing the flip, increase the intensity of the verbal praise. Flip! (laughs) Mm, Increased intensity. Mm. When she executes a flip correctly, give the treat. 
A capable and willing dog will eventually master the flip, but you can't rely on treats each time you want her to perform it. Mm. Once she's mastered the move, use hand movements, but no treat to encourage her. Gradually reduce the frequency with which you use the hand movements and just use the command and verbal praise to encourage her to do the trick. Hmm. So that sounds easy. It does. It makes but it sound I pretty easy. don't think it's going to be that easy. Do you reckon Poppy would be able to do it? Poppy is a mini Labradoodle. Ugh. She's quick, but she, I just don't know whether she would I do a full flip. I think she's too big. Yeah. Can dogs be too big for backflips? I think Poppy would be. Poppy's pretty she's, stocky. She's like a medium dog, though, with skinny legs. Yeah, I don't know. We could give it a go. <laughs> we could. Next time. Next time my dog sit, we'll uh, try to teach her to flip. Sounds good. Anyway, so I wanted to put a, a cool new trick out there. Yeah. Uh, so so cool. if you attempt the backflip, let us know. But please be careful. Yeah, please be careful. And also please send us a video if and when you <laughs> master it. Even if you just get the launch pad, that sounds pretty impressive. Yeah, that's pretty cute. So you just have to get them. So as far as I can see, you get them to jump and you get them to jump off your leg. Then you get them to like jump higher than jump your leg. high and arch backwards. Yeah. And then you get them to flip. That I just... I, I feel like there's a step missing in there. I feel like I can't <laughs> picture anyone doing that, like, just in their backyard. But anyway, if you do, please let us know because that sounds awesome. Heck yeah. And you can reach us on our socials by going to Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Mm-hmm. We are at Floof and Papa Podcast. F-L-O-O-F-P-U-P-P-E-R Podcast. Um, check us out there and uh, chat to us. We love hearing your comments and, and knowing Messages. that you're there. And, uh, Where you're from. Hearing from the fans. Seeing your dogs. We uh, like you a lot. Or if you don't have dogs, we'll, we'd see you too. We're cool with that. Yeah that's, yeah, that's nice too. Can you hear that? Yes, I can. What is that? Don't I'm do that. I'm clicking my microphone. That's a click of love. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. Fuck, fuck, bye. Fuck, good. Bye. Hello and welcome to the promo for our new podcast, New Sense, the podcast about making sense of the news. My name is Harry George Wallace and I am the host and producer of this podcast and today for the first ever time I am joined by my dear friend, compatriot and co-host Christopher Martin-Payton. Hello, that is I. Uh, My relationship with the news is a lot like my relationship with my grandfather, dead. (laughs) And that is why Chris is here to make witticisms and ask questions. That is his entire job. (laughs) That's that's me. That's what I'm going to try and do anyway. I am here to inform and talk about politics and news and other things that sound absolutely fundamentally boring. (laughs) We live in a country that has failed to educate us in how it runs current events outside our scope of experience or basically anything important about having an influence on the world outside your door. Mm. And we wanted to try and remedy that situation with a bit of humour and perspective of two 20-somethings who don't really know what they're doing (laughs) with their lives. We thought it's also complex, screw it, let's just try and make it a bit silly. We're so, so excited to be here, and we hope you can join us for our first podcast releasing in a few weeks. Thank you so much, and we look forward to having you on this roller coaster with us. We'll see you then. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.